Welcome to another episode of the Bakari Sellers Podcast. Today, I'm actually in Greenville, South Carolina, which is weird in itself, but working on some cases, I have an amazing guest. Um, I have Judge Rhonda Willis. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bakari. How are you? First of all, you have the best Zoom setting that I've seen. <laughs> okay, so I'm literally sitting at my dining room table with my living room in the background, so okay <laughs> there you go. good depth you get a 10 out of 10 you get a 10 out of 10 um look we start each one of our episodes by having our guests walk us through the arc of their career and yours has spanned private practice and now television talk us through the arc of your career from your first job out of law school to what you do now so my very first job out of law school i was a judicial clerk with the uh Texas Supreme Court. I spent a year doing that. And then I went to work at a really big law firm, Vincent and Elkins. And I was there for seven years and uh, left and started my own law practice. And my law practice, I focused on um, handling cases primarily involving employment settings, but representing plaintiffs, representing everyday people, mm -hmm. um, and really being a champion for women's rights and uh, the rights for of people of color. Um, so I, you know, I've handled tons and tons of sexual harassment cases, gender discrimination cases, race discrimination cases, um, you know, wage disparity, um, failure to pay wages. Um, I've also handled a lot of sex assault cases, um, as well as other personal injury cases. So I've focused my practice and my life on representing people who would not have a voice but for me. Uh, and then one of my really good friends uh, that I hadn't spoken to in years called me out of the blue and said that she was starting this um, reality show called Sisters-in-Law. And she wanted to have some other Black women lawyers who were friends of hers to join her on this show. And um, I never considered being on TV, especially doing reality TV, uh, but I knew that um, this was a big dream of hers. And so I said, okay, great, I'll do it. And so I did this show, Sisters-in-Law. It followed me and five other black women lawyers hmm. and our cases and our lives. And um, I did that show for a year. Uh, and then uh, based on doing that, the producers of Relative Justice saw me on that show and uh, hired me to be Judge Rhonda on Relative Justice. So that's kind of been the arc of my career. So in addition to being Judge Rhonda on Relative Justice, I also still have a private law practice. I was gonna ask that. And okay. uh, yeah, I heard you say at the beginning that you had been you know, at home working, same here. So when I finish uh, doing your podcast, I have uh, two Zoom hearings this afternoon. So oh, yeah. yeah, I kind of we'll, we'll juggle it all. <laughs> we'll get through it because they're going to hold you to a whole type of new uh, standard because you're Judge Rhonda <laughs> on TV. You know, I did reality TV for a minute. What is that like for you, people seeing you in that light when you're out in the streets? And, you know, you are, you know, a, a lot of little Black girls want to be judges and lawyers because of you. How does that feel? Now, I, I hope I am inspiring um, young girls and um, young women to go into the legal profession. Um, sadly, as a Black woman, we make up the minority of the minority in the legal profession. Um, nationwide, we, we constitute you know, less than 3% of, of the national bar. So of all the lawyers in this country, fewer than 3% of them are Black women. 
So I hope I am inspiring young women um, and especially young women of color to go into this profession. Because one of the things that I found in representing everyday people is in order to have justice, it's really important to have a diverse group of people who are fighting for justice. So the more women that we have who become lawyers and judges and uh, the more um, women of color and black women in particular that become lawyers and judges, I believe that we will have more justice in this country because we have a more diverse group of people who are fighting for justice and who are rendering justice as judges. When I have lawyers on the show, I often ask them to provide young lawyers, um, particularly those like us who still practice, but also who do some non-traditional legal work, like being on TV, and I'm sometimes a legal analyst. So the aspiring attorneys listening to the show, what's your advice to them about making the most out of their legal career? I always tell everyone, follow your passion. So I knew when I was working at a big law firm, I just knew this is not what I went to law school for. This is not my passion. So I gave up a really big paycheck to literally hang out a shingle and start my own practice. But what I found was because I was following my passion and doing what I loved, what was once a six figure paycheck that I thought was the end all, you know, I wound up making, you know, millions and millions of dollars representing everyday people because that's what I have a passion for and that's what I love. So I tell everyone, find your passion, especially in the practice of law. And if you pursue that passion, the money is going to come. You have to do what you have a passion for. So that's my advice that I give to everyone. Follow your passion. Before and the money's going to follow. <laughs> I would say that. My, 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 my life's motto is find something you love, get good at it, and people will pay you for it. So Very true. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Before we talk about the show, I want to better understand why you've chosen the particular work that your show is about, and that's family law, which I do absolutely none of. What's it about disputes between families that makes for good television and also feeds your passion? Well, first of all, the show really isn't family law. It's disputes between family members. So it's small claims court, um, but they're just rather than just members of the public that typically sue each other, it's only family members that sue each other. So, for example, you know, somebody puts up your fence, they put it up wrong, you would sue the person that put up your fence and didn't do it right. But when they come to relative justice, it's your brother-in-law that put up your fence and didn't put it up right. So you're in court suing your family member. Um, so these are, you know, 
small claims cases that deal with all kinds of disputes, breaches of contract, failure to pay back loans, breaches of oral agreements, all kinds of disputes. But the disputes involve family members. So anytime you have a dispute with someone that you land in court over it, that's going to invoke a lot of passion in people. But when the person you're suing is your family member, things get crazy pretty quickly. So tell people, if you your elevator speech, relative justice is about what? Relative justice is about families that have disputes. And in like order everybody. to resolve those disputes, they come to my courtroom. But I found that in dealing with the disputes between family members, it's usually about more than just the money involved. And it's usually about more than just the dispute that's involved. Um, as you know, when you're dealing with your family, there's a whole history there. So oftentimes the case is about, you know, my sister moved in with me, agreed to pay rent. She didn't pay me rent, but there's a whole backstory. There's a whole history when you're dealing with sisters. So oftentimes I not only resolve the legal issues between the parties, but I also try to resolve the family dispute that's going on because people don't speak for years because they get into, um, you know, a disagreement about who owes who money and then other family members take sides and you know you get together for christmas and it can be pretty awkward when nobody's speaking yes so the disputes that come to relative justice it's not just about dollars and cents it's also about family relationships and family dynamic and you know i always say every family has a level of dysfunction to it And that dysfunction oftentimes, though, gets played out on relative justice because we get to see real family disputes between real people. And I try to help families work through those disputes. So the question that many people are going to have naturally is what makes relative justice different from other judge shows? I think that what makes relative justice different is the fact that we're only dealing with families. We are only dealing with families. So every dispute that you see that comes to relative justice, the litigants are related by blood, marriage, or children. And so every litigant that comes has a family member that they're having a dispute with. And again, when you have family members, it just, it creates a completely different dynamic. You know, if, Again, you have a contractor that, you know, didn't fix your house correctly and you sue that contractor, you know, that that's just pretty cut and dried. You know, they didn't fix my house correctly. I want them to fix my house or give me back my money. But when the contractor, for example, and this is a case I had on relative justice, the contractor was the homeowner's mom and stepdad. (laughs) They had a remodeling company. He hired them and you know, they completely um, messed up the job in fixing his house. So, you know, it's a whole different level when you're suing your mom and your stepdad for not Mm -hmm. fixing your house correctly than if you're just suing some run-of-the-mill contractor. So that's what makes our show different because we're dealing with families and family disputes um, and all of that plays out in my courtroom. How did TV judges like Greg Mathis, Judge Judy, and even the original, the OG Judge Wapner, influence you and your decision to pursue your own court television show? 
Well, you know, obviously I grew up, you know, watching them and um, I just, I have incredible respect. They are the veterans or of the court TV genre. Um, and so, you know, they, you know, those are shows that, you know, like most young lawyers I grew up watching. Um, and so seeing them and uh, what they do certainly inspired me. And I think that relative justice is just kind of a bit different though, because we're dealing with the family dynamic. Um, what are some of the most common misconceptions about not just judges shows, but your particular show that you try to disabuse people of when it comes to having a family member as a plaintiff and a family member as a defendant? Well, one of the questions I get all the time, people say to me, Judge Rhonda, is this scripted? Is this real? Are these people real? Are they actors? And I will tell you, these are real families Mm -hmm. real people and everything that happens literally plays out in the courtroom. I, I mean, I have no idea often what's going to happen. The case can start out in one direction and someone kind of throws, you know, a bomb into the whole situation and it completely changes the dynamic. So I think one of the misconceptions is that, that somehow, you know, this is, we know what the outcome is going to be. You know, these are actors. That's completely not true. These are all real people. These are all real families. And these are all real issues. And, you know, with some of the shows, sometimes it's so funny. We're all laughing so hard <laughs> that I can barely get my ruling out because I'm laughing so hard. And there are other cases where things come out. Sometimes they're family secrets. And it is so sad and so emotional that, I'm holding back tears. It, it, it's hard for me not to cry. I mean, the litigants are crying. The people in the audience are crying. So sometimes it's incredibly, incredibly emotional. I mean, family secrets come out on relative justice that sometimes the family didn't know about. Um, so it's, we never know what's going to happen. And then there are other cases where the family members are so toxic and they do something that's so wrong that oh, yeah. I have to go in on them. Judge Rhonda has to call them on it and I have to go in on them. So you just, you never know what you're going to get. You have to tune in because every day is different. Just, you know, like, you know, as a lawyer, when you go to court, every case is different. Every day is different. You know, every family that comes before me is different. So you never know what you're going to get from day to day. So you have to tune in. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25 
That's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Let me ask you just a logistical question. How does the show find families willing to litigate personal matters on TV? And how does the show support guests after the show to ensure that the families get the help they need be beyond just the immediate re immediate resolution that they're seeing or that you're giving them because i'm seeing i'm sure that you're seeing some folks who need more than just a judge absolutely so that's i think also one of the differences with relative justice um we have a, a on staff we have a mental health professional on staff we have a therapist on staff and one of the things that I do as a judge is in resolving these disputes, I often um, request that the litigants sit down and meet with our staff therapists to work with them because a lot of these problems are not problems that can be fixed overnight. They require family therapy. They require individual therapy. Sometimes it requires a family member going into drug treatment. Um, and so we have a therapist that's on staff uh, that sits down with the family members after they leave the courtroom and we follow up with them and we actually help them to get assistance that they need once they return to their hometown. Because oftentimes a lot of the family issues, sometimes families are dealing with mental health issues, sometimes families are dealing with substance abuse issues. We have so many issues and I will tell you with the pandemic, you know, we've all seen an explosion of the need to make sure that we're all getting um, the mental health assistance that we need, especially with our families. Yeah, I was just thinking to myself, I need to go see Dr. Garcia again. My head was, my anxiety was racing this morning. I need to go see my therapist, right? Now. I, I, hey, you know what? I've got mine on speed dial. <laughs> we Boy, all we, need a good therapist, we, everybody, we, we, we myself it. included. So, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. And so that is one of the things that I frequently order as a judge, that the parties sit down and talk to a therapist. And that's one thing that I insisted on in doing this show is that we have a staff therapist that could meet with and support our litigants and then follow up with them when they're back home to make sure that, you know, relative justice is providing all of the assistance that we can. Let me ask you this question. Well, first, let me ask you the most important question I will ask you today, and then I'll follow up with one final question, which is the, the most important question is how can people find and watch uh, Relative Justice? When is it on? Give them the spiel. And then how can they follow you on social media? 
Great, so Relative Justice is a nationally syndicated TV show. So to find out where to watch and what time to watch in your hometown, go to relativejustice.tv and we have a link and you just put in your city and it tells you what station or stations and what time or times you can catch Relative Justice. And in order to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Rhonda Wills, at Rhonda Wills. Um, you can also find me on TikTok, the Rhonda Wills. And I'm also on Facebook, also Rhonda Wills. So you can find me on all social media. My, my most important question for me personally is, you're very, very, very talented lawyer. You're also really good on TV. That doesn't, those things don't always go together. As you know, there's some people who are very uh, competent, but who just can't do TV at all. And God love them. So what's next for you, Jed Rhonda? What are you going to do? I mean, are you going to be on the Texas Supreme Court one day and, and get the office <laughs> bunch clerk for? Talk to me about what's next for you. Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at uh, some other projects, nothing that I can talk about right now, but uh, like you, I do a lot of legal commentary work okay. uh, and I'm also looking at uh, some other projects. So stay tuned. There's certainly more to come from Rhonda Wills. I love it. Well, thank you for joining the Bukhari Sellers podcast. Shout out to your team for working with us. Everybody go check out Relative Justice and support this amazing judge and lawyer on TV. Great being with you, Bakari.